Hey, hey, good people. It's a new year. And I want to say new year, new me. But we know that's cliche. But new year, new me. It's been a minute. I have been chilling. Just chilling. Like, my purpose of going away was to just be chilling. Like, I needed to regroup, rethink, and refocus my mindset. So those of you who have listened to me before, thank you for being here again. And those of you who are, this is your first time. Like, very first time hearing me. I'm going to encourage you to go back and listen because you ain't really ready for the new me if you ain't listened to the old me. But whatever, let's get into it. Intro, get it poppin'. <laughs> Girl, you can't say that. You can't hear that. Fix your hair. Fix your face. Right. <laughs> Did I step out the box again? What are we talking about today? Oops, my bad. Code switch. Hi, I'm a professional. <laughs> Fuck that shit. Y'all know I be playing. Enter at your own risk. Cause sis, this is your talk. Evie here speaking. So let's get into it. Hey, well... Today, I really want to get into letting you know that this rebrand is real focused and real serious. Everybody keeps telling me all my life, you be doing too much. And I'd be like, nah, I'm chilling. Like, I just do enough. And then I finally realized that I be doing too much. Like, I really couldn't get a hold of the too much that I was doing. So I took a minute and I went through this six-week I think it was eight weeks. I'll be lying. Y'all know I'll be lying. But eight week program and with MNT. Shout out to MNT. Y'all the bomb. Um, about small businesses, minority small businesses, and they made us really think about who we are, what we are, what we want. And those are not things that I ever thought about, right? Like, if you know me, you know that I've been doing hair all my life. So when you say like, how'd you start your hair business? I'd be like. I don't know. I was doing here and then it was a business. When they say stuff like, you know, how you got into education. Um, I don't know. I failed a couple of times, probably a little bit more than a couple. And then I was like, mm, I might be able to help somebody else. Like, I feel like most of the things I do, even down to this podcast, right? I'll be on Instagram and it was more so I don't really social media well, right? Like, so posting content, I used to be terrible. I've gotten better. And they were like, you got to post daily. But to be making and creating posts daily, I mean, Canva, shout you out Canva because now it's a little bit easier. Reels, a lot easier. But I was like, all right, I'm going to go up there every morning on my long ass ride to work and I'm going to post for two or three minutes. And it became this thing where people was like wanting to have a conversation. I was just saying my little rants because we know I go on a rant. And they were like, you should start a podcast. And I was like, "Mm, okay. So... When I went through this program at MNC, they really made me like sit and think and they asked me questions that I didn't know to answer because I was just doing. So I said, how do I do this? So I first started with who am I? So we're going to change this podcast and each week we're going to release on a different day because each day is going to have a meeting. So I am a mom first and foremost. So Mondays is going to be dedicated to motherhood. I am a educator. In my soul, with everything I do, I always want to think about others, help others out, and educate. So on Tuesdays, we're going to educate. Uh, on Wednesday, we're going to get into some cosmetology because we know hair care, right, is what I stand for. That's what I'm known for, mainly because my hair is out of control at all times. And that's all right. That's what we're going to do on Wednesdays. Thursdays, I am black. 
blackity black blackity black 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 right um not in my skin and my soul not in my um culture in my life so we're gonna talk about some some history some how does this world affect us what are we doing and that's gonna be with everything but definitely we're gonna hit that on thursday something probably painful that's really what's gonna come down to and then finally i am human so on fridays we got i am human and that's gonna consist of whatever i'm feeling on that good day like how does this world affect us as a whole, as a together, as a tidbit, as a message? So that's going to be the restructure of the podcast. That's going to be what we're going to talk about. But today, today we're going to talk about my journey of rebranding. We're going to talk about how they made me think about stuff. And I wanna, I'm want to, i going to take you through my notebook a little bit because we know it's a little chaotic. Can you imagine the rants I go on by myself? Just saying. And I want you to hear it and listen. The first part of the rebranding structure, it was asking who your customer was. So we know I started with women, right? That's who my customers are. I mean, I help men too, but women. And they were like, all women? And I'm like, I mean, I care about all women. And they were like, but is all women really your customer? And I'm like, well, not really. It's curly hair women, right? My product line you don't know right is a curly ear product line it don't really do well with relaxers at all don't do it to yourself and straight here it ain't it's thick so it ain't meant to it could be put on straight here but it ain't meant to do the same thing for straight here so i guess it's curly hair women and they were like all curly hair women i mean when i mean they was pushing they was pushing i was like dang why are you making me think this hard and i was scared to say it out loud you know what i was scared to say out loud that we are focused on women, that we were zeroed in on curly-haired women, but we specialize in kinky, curly-haired women, black women. And that was hard for me to say because I felt like I was leaving people out. I felt like that was a little unfair. I felt like, am I supposed to be able to say that out loud? And the guy was like, but why not? I was like, damn. But why not? We've been so conditioned about this theory of inclusion, we forgot what the point of it is, right? You can't have a specialty if it ain't special, right? If you include everybody, then is it for anybody? It's, it was a really weird thing for me to dig through because I felt like it really uncomfortable to say it out loud. Like, damn, that's... I am. And it's not that, don't get me wrong, I got all kinds of women who sit in my chair. I do all kinds of services, right? Because I will balayage the mess out of you. Carotene extensions, yes, I am bomb diggy dumb. But I do get a certain pleasure in taking a black woman through her journey of her curls, right? A lot of women come in my seat crying about and literally and not literally I don't know what to do I don't know how to manage this I can't do this just tell me what to do right and then we go through this cycle of mostly cutting the first time around because they done twisted burned it fried it and did all the other stuff to it and then we keep focusing and we focus and we keep focusing and we finally get to a point where it's like oh I think I might like this right so that was one thing I had to focus on who my customer was but then we had the, our tagline, our description, our message. And my message used to be, you're here first. If anybody, actually it was your day, then you're here first. And if anybody's been there through, watch me, right? You're here first has transformed into just your first. 
because somewhere around, I don't know, a couple years back, I was really digging deep on how do I find that love for myself? It started with finding that love for my hair, which it does for most black women because we go through this journey of hating our hair. So then hating our look and how do we be professional? How do we be beautiful and all that other things. But really in my soul, I really wanted to learn to love myself. And I can't say again, because I don't think I ever really did. I don't think there was a time growing up where I was like, I am beautiful. I am fabulous. I am the bomb.com, right? Where now you better not ask me how I feel about myself. Cause I'm gonna tell y'all I'm awesome, right? I'm gonna tell you I'm awesome every time. So I went through this tagline, like, am I about beauty? Am I about health? Am I about your hair? What, what am I about? What's my tagline? I ain't narrowed it all the way down, all the way down, but I just felt like your first was it. That's it. Your first. Then I went through these series of questions that I had to ask myself because your brand needs to have distinct colors. It needs to have distinct writing. And I was trademarking. So that process of trademark, two years loading. First, it was, are you using it currently or are you about to use it? Are you selling or are you just advertising? Then it was, is this one word or two? So that was the tricky part because your first is supposed to be two words. Your, Y-V-R, first. However, because of social media world, your first always comes out in a hashtag or at, and that's one word, right? So when I went to trademark it, I had to even change my business name so that your first was one word. It was, it was really a cycle because it was like, do I want to, what do I want to trademark then, right? Like, it was just an interesting process. And I just wanted to share that with y'all. I had to think about like, what do these colors make me feel? Because we know I was like heavy, heavy, heavy on the yellow and the blue for education. But something about the blue stands for power, but not softness. And so I'm trying to push into this soft era. We're going to get into that. So I changed that blue to be a shade of purple. Because I felt like I needed a little softer touch. Because I want happiness. Going into the last part of this rebrand was rebranding myself. Not my company. Myself. And every year for the last mm, probably six years, I've picked a word and that's been a part of this like structure. So two years ago, it was selfish. Now let me tell you why. Because I know that how I know how that sounds already. But as a little girl, right, I didn't have a mom dad. At eleven, my sister was born. <clears throat> I'm lying. At nine, my sister was born. At 11, I started working and most of my income became taking care of myself and then getting my sister these pleasurable things like clothes and shoes and stuff that we weren't going to get in the home we were living in. And then my brother came. And so then I became like a mothering figure to them, right? Because we ain't had one of those, right? My grandmother was full of her pain. So that whole warm, fuzzy mothering thing, we ain't getting none of that. Let's move forward. When I was 19, I had a kid. Like, damn, Yvonne, right? You just got out the house. And now I am a mother. 
it ain't mothering, it's it's mothering. And so I've been taking care of others all my goddamn motherfucking life, right? From a wife to a mom to a big sister, I've been just taken care of, right? I'm also an educator, so I'll take care of them babies too. And so at some point I was like figuring out that I was just doing stuff for other people all the time. I went to Disney for my kids. I go on this vacation. It's usually for my kids. I want them to see this or see that, right? And don't get me wrong. Have I had some fun? I have. But so much of my choices, even down to who I date, has been, is this best for my kids? So two years ago, I don't even remember what happened. But I was like, yo, I'm going to be selfish this year. That's what I'm going to do. Every single time I make a decision on like a trip, a a task, a big spending, anything I spent over a hundred dollars, it gotta be something that I want, I need, and I like, like this, this, this year about me. And so that was two years ago. So, right. That's 2022. And when I mean 2022 was a, a motherfucker, like it opened up some doors differently. It, it made me excel differently because I really started to learn the power of no. My therapist had me reading this book, uh, Set Boundaries, Find Peace. Kendra Bookstore Downtown got a copy. Go get you one. If you got any tad bit of, I need to set some boundaries on anything, it talk about boundaries at work. It talk about boundaries with life. It talks about boundaries with your love. It talks about boundaries with mothering because we seem to think that mothering should be this selfless give and you never like take back anything for yourself, right? And that's some bullshit. Okay. Oh, new people to the podcast. I do use profanity. I can't help myself. I'm just saying. But, right, mothering even has to have its boundaries. There's got to be some points. Let me tell you real quick. Look, I'll be going on these tangents. My son, the other day, and we're going to get into that heavy on another day. But he said something to me that really made me freaking think. He said, these are your life choices. Now, he wasn't saying that to empower me at all. When he was saying it, he was being a smart ass because... I was kind of telling him the things I do for him and he being ungrateful. And he responded, well, these are your life choices. And so I was like, you right. You right. I don't got to be this type of mother. I don't got to be the mother that gets up on a Saturday and takes you to soccer even when I'm tired. I don't got to be the mother that makes sure that you got this, this, and this so that you can excel. I don't got to be the mother that exposes you to every program I see. I don't got to be that mother. I don't. And not that I'm not going to be that mother, right? <coughs> but I am going to reflect every time I make a statement like, is this something I have time, energy, and displacement for? That's the type of mother I should be. Because I can't be draining myself, especially as a single mother. Now, now, we're going to define single mother real quick so y'all don't get this twisted. Does he have a father? Yes, my ex-husband. Does he talk to his father on the phone? Absolutely Does he go to his house? Maybe once a month. Absolutely. But he don't buy him shit. He don't pay no bills in his house. And I can't rely on him to do nothing. So not that he's a bad father. I'm not saying that. I'm not calling him a deadbeat. I'm not doing none of that. What I'm saying is I'm a single mother. That means every financial decision that gets made for my son is made by me. That means every decision of, ooh, I got to change my schedule and I got to rearrange my life gets made by me. So yes, as a single mom, I do a little bit too much in my mothering. But I decided I was going to be a tad bit selfish. And I was going to say no to something so that I could say yes to myself. 
So I started to narrow down the gift given. I started to narrow down to the extracurriculars, even the out to eats, right? I changed it so that we were only going out to eat once a month. I was going out to eat a couple times a month. I started to realize that it was okay to be selfish. So that was 2022. Last year, my rebranding, my, my word was intentional. So let me tell you, intentional, intentional was motherfucking intentional. It was, oh, you must have lost your mind if you didn't think I was going to do that with some purpose. You must have lost your mind if you thought you was going to sit in this seat next to me without some intention of goodwill for me. Right. So that's what intentional was. Intentional was I am going to make this statement publicly on this platform and I'm going to mean it when I say it because I intentionally meant to say it. It meant I am going to apply for this new position that I don't really qualify because that's a space I want to sit in. And I'm going to be intentional when I get to that interview to say, this is mine. I meant it when I said I wanted it. And that's what happened last year. Last year, I was in, I did six conferences in six different states. Okay. Last year, I went out the country three times. Oh, I'm lying four times. So like when I said intentional last year, I meant intentional. I was going to put myself in platforms and seats that ain't never even been dreamed of in my little old life. I was intentional. And now we are in January one. And let me tell you, I already got four conferences booked and two of which I was asked to do. Now that's a little bit different because in 2023, I was intentional about making myself be put in the space. And 2024, hmm, my new word this year is love. And I know how that sounds, but listen, love is my new word. I'm a love on me, something different. I'm a love this journey. I'm a smile a bit brighter because I'm a love where I'm about to go and what I'm about to do. It's about to be so pleasing to love my life and love outward i also shed it a little bit in the last couple years and what i mean by that because i want you to be clear when i'm saying what i said there were people calling themselves my friends that were only there to watch me that were only satisfied in the chaos i was living in and when i started to shed the chaos they started to get a little different they started to uh, turn a little way. And so what I said was, hmm, do they love me for me? Because if you asking me to be something different than what I am, you can't be, right? When I am outside at work, I got to shift a little bit and not a lot. <laughs> they don't learn. Not a lot. But I do shift a little bit, right? I have to apologize a little bit for today ain't a day. Right. So if I'm having a meeting, I know it's not been a good day. I'll preface it. I got a headache today. Don't mind my face. I'm not feeling well. It was a rough day. Don't mind my don't mind my mood. When I'm at home, I'm not prefacing shit. If I got to tell you I'm sorry for having a bad day when I'm home, then you, you don't need to be at my home. That's it. You don't need to be in my home. If I got to say it softer so it didn't hurt your feelings because you didn't understand that I meant what I meant and I said what I said then you don't need to be in my home, right? That's stuff I got to do outside my home. That's not stuff I want to do inside my home. It's just not a thing. It's not a thing. So when I'm inside my home, listen when I tell you, 
I ain't apologizing. It ain't a thing. Don't ask me to do so. So this year, when I say I'm loving, I mean every person that's in my space on a consistent basis, I want to love. And so let's get into love. If you don't know, sister been single for a minute because I said I ain't settling. I ain't. If you ain't got it, I don't want it. That's where it's been at. So if you ain't having fun and we ain't having fun and you all moody and smoothie because I'm acting like a fool, you ain't the one. If you are jealous, because let me tell you, that jealousy stuff don't go with me. Because I'm a happy person and we all know I'm a host. So there'd be mad people in that garage. I don't know all of them. He came with him. I don't know who he is. He's just cool. So we invited him back. You can't be jealous. So I've been through a couple, couple like, yeah, I don't think this is the one. But lately... I've been missing somebody. I mean, I it's real interesting for me because I'm like, y'all miss people every day? Like, like I it's been a while since I've been in this stage where like I miss you every day. Like every day I'm like, I wonder if I should hang with him today. I know you just hung with him yesterday, but I kind of still miss him. Like, y'all be missing people every day like this? Cause this is crazy. Like, don't who wants to do this? I'm I'm not into this stage. This stage of like missing somebody every day. This is this ain't the stage for me. I feel like I'm the type of person that gotta go straight from we talking. I figured it out. Okay, let's just be married so I can see you every day. Cause this is stupid. This missing people stuff is stupid. Whatever. I just had to get that out because I just I don't like this stage. I don't like this stage. But the missing someone, like the loving and allowing myself to do it, yeah, that's a little bit different. It's going to be a little bit different. It's going to be a lot of it different, really, because the truth is, I don't know if I can say I ever was in a state where I was like, mm, this mush feels good. This love feels safe. When it's an environment that I don't control. Hmm. And we know that's a heavy statement because I want to control everything in case you did not know. That is my ultimate problem in life is that I want to control everything. My environment, my society, my people around me. I just, I want, and I don't want to control other people like control their actions. I want to control like when they're around me and when they're not. I want to say come and go when I feel like it. And that's not really how it goes, right? Because other people's feelings and, and emotions and ideologies matter. But I want to just... I think the thing is I want everything to go right. And if it doesn't go right, I got to figure out how I can make it go right for next time. I don't, I don't like going wrong is not where I want it to be. I'm scared to fail. I'm scared to let someone else have that control or let something society have that control. And then I don't know what to do next. Because if you don't know, I like to plan. And recently we were, th- we, I was sitting with my mentor and we were just talking about a whole bunch of quotes and the quote that's going to stick with me is Mike Tyson. Everybody plans until they get punched in their face. That's going to be my new quote for the year because, yo, that's real. And the punch in the face, Mike Tyson was talking about him knocking you out, right? But that's a real life quote because life punches you in the face. So that planning is great and that's what I like to do because I like to like make sure I got it but then life be punched me in my face like sis that was cute that was cool but 
I say what I say and I say when I goes. Like, it's just interesting that I spent so much of my life figuring things out. Yeah, I want to make sure I control every piece of it. It ain't realistic, but that's what I want. So, let's circle back to this rebranding. The biggest thing about the rebrand is not recreating, but refocusing. Understanding who I am, who I want to be, what I want it to look like in front of you. Because we can pretend that we are the same and we are authentic everywhere we go and where we at, but that ain't true, right? You don't get to see all of my ugly. Because I'll be saying fuck that shit every day. So I was really like, what do I want you to see? And so, welcome back. Began with me thinking about me sharing the journey of what I've been doing and how I've been doing it and how it's made me feel and what's next. And we gonna like really dig into these pieces of me that make me me, right? And so... Being a mom and learning what I've learned about myself and how I watch my children be the reflection of me has put me in a state of mind to really understand that this journey is all about who you are today as a reflection of who you used to be onto the journey of what you're going to be, going to be. And without, uh, unapologetic, without regards to what someone else may want you to be. Because that's so deep and we go to work and we be what they want us to be. The tone of professional is what someone else has created. It's not usually what your comfort zone and how you feel that matters. It's usually the journey someone else wants you to be on. And so that's what rebranding is for me. That's what we're going to do. That's what we're going to focus on. That's what we're going we're gonna to talk about. And so thank you so much for coming back with me. And we are on to this new season of love. So, thanks for listening. I love you always. Catch you next week on a Tuesday. Peace out. (laughs) All right, all right. Thank you so much for coming out today. Okay, I'm just, I'm just, this is my outro. This is it. This I figured I haven't never had really an outro. We're going to do an outro this time. And it's always going to be this. Like this, like this, like this, like this. <gasps> my bad, my bad. So if you haven't checked me out already, I need you to go to the website. It's new, it's different, it's improved. It is your YVR first, F-I-R-S-T, yourfirst.com. Check it out. Tell me what you think. Be like, girl, this was confusing. Ooh, I really like this feature. 
because we got things coming up and I need you to be present. I need you to be active because this is about putting you first. I mean, putting me first so I can put you first. You know, you know how that goes. Peace out.